Hello, everybody. We are back with another episode of Up In Your Business. We're going to call this one Four Mics, One Podcast. Mike, Mike, and two microphones. Oh. Tell me what you think of that name. Or, uh, or don't. Or don't, yeah. So we are back uh, with another episode. Um, we're going to switch it up on this one and uh, basically do a recap of some highlights from previous episodes. So, um, you know, every once in a while we'll clip out little pieces of previous podcasts that cover different topics and we'll post those on social media. And so um, spend some time going through some older episodes and um, basically what Mike and I are going to do are check out these clips and sort of give you some insight on them. And some of them are from a while back. Uh, you know, one of them was from episode 17, which is almost 20 episodes ago, actually 20 episodes ago. And um, so some of you guys might be new and maybe not have heard some of those older ones. So uh, it'd be cool to check some of those out. Um, yeah, also some guests that'll be coming back on. Yep. And yeah. And it's just kind of, you know, it's cool to get a little throwback. Yep. And it, crazy to me too. Uh, we didn't have video on a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Our older episodes, we... We started video at episode 16. We were doing them in my office. Yeah, cramped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got this first one we're going to watch. But Yeah, so originally got rejected from both Harvard institutions and then got Wales at MIT. And that's when I was like, holy shit, maybe I should have applied to some more schools. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the I, so I bought a plane ticket from Seattle to Boston. And I flew across the country and I walked up to the admissions office at MIT and I was like, hey. Thanks a lot for the spot on the wait list. Now, like, what do I have to do to get into the school? And so I'm just curious, like the, that conversation, like, you know, it's obviously <laughs> like a short thing, but I, I feel like a lot of like higher ed, especially like a big institution like that, like you yeah. can't like, I mean, you can, but what was that conversation? I can't even imagine what was running through their head when they see this kid walk in without an appointment. Yeah. I just came from Seattle and they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? And were you... Like, were you limping? Like, were you in a wheelchair? No, no, I was limping, but I was, like, probably, like, 30 pounds of, like, muscle heavier uh, at the time. (laughs) So, like, this massive human being kind of, like, walks in. And, no, I mean, like, as soon as I found out I was on the weight list, I was like, all right, fuck this. I got to go there. Like, like, I got, at that point, I was, like, on my, I was, my wife was pregnant. Yeah. I was retiring from the military. I had no clue my retirement was going to go through. I'm like, I'm like, this is literally my only thing that I have going for me right now. <laughs> like, crazy. like this has to happen. I have to make this thing happen. I was going to say you're crazy, but so is your wife. Like what is she doing? What is she doing with you? Oh, I know. Seriously. She's crazy to marry you. <laughs> it's going to, I keep telling her it'll pay off. Long-term investment. <laughs> it's a long-term investment. Yeah. It's yeah. like, a, like stocks, right? <laughs> yeah. This is a really, really long-term play. Here. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, I'm like, dude, you got to go. And so I like bought the ticket, like just prepped the whole plane ride. Like this yeah. is what I'm going to say. These are the points I'm going to make here. This is what I'm going to do. Um, and just walked in and was like, Hey, I, I was uh, Kevin Flake. I got put on the wait list. I wanted to come here and say thank you so much for that. And now what do I have to do to actually get in? And just shocked. Like, yeah. just, like the face was like, holy shit, who is Probably it? Like, like, do I have to call security? Heads. Like what's going on here? <laughs> Literally flew across the entire country just to <laughs> yeah. get there. That must have shown something though, honestly. Like almost like when you're applying for like this job and you kind of like go the extra mile. Like, yeah. I mean, you went the extra 3,000 miles, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they like, sat me down and they're like, uh, okay yeah like these are some things that could help you out and so i was like all right well meanwhile they're trying to be like what the hell is who is what this is yeah, person yeah. no That's way yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's crazy they yeah. put your face up in the lobby yeah, yeah, just yeah. don't, let, him don't let this guy in <laughs> yeah so then i just kind of like walk this like fine line of like 
I want to show you I'm really interested in you, yeah. but I'm not a stalker, right? Right. right. So yeah. just continued to kind of walk along that line. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. Good old Kevin. Um, so Kevin, yeah. preface it with he's the most badass person I think we've ever met. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, easily. Him and all the guys yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, were Green Berets or in the military. Yep. Um, basically, that was him trying to get into Harvard, right? Yeah. Was that, that was Harvard, and it was right after he got shot um, over in Afghanistan. Yeah. And he was on the road to recovery. He was limping. Uh, big, huge dude, like you heard in that clip. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what a story. <laughs> what a story just to be like, throw it chips on the table throw everything yeah. in you know going all in on something and just going all the way across the country to be like hey uh so you guys just put me on a wait list like what's up what can i do now yeah and there's no guarantee that no that could have been the biggest get... waste of a trip right, right i mean it ended up paying off spoiler but uh <laughs> it paid off and he ended up graduating with dual masters from mit and harvard but um yeah it was wild uh i guess like yeah some preface is like he applied to like three schools and he got denied at one waitlisted schools. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Harvard, MIT and Sloan. Uh, what was it? Oh uh, no, that was MIT. Uh, and then like another, I don't know. I think it might've been only those two. Honestly. Yeah. I, think, I forget. Yeah. 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 He just applied to those two cause he yeah. said he wanted to do the best of the best. And so, uh, yeah, he really aimed for the stars, but, uh, it paid off. So yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite stories. Cause like, I mean, like I said in that clip, I'm just like, what is going through their mind right. when this kid sits down and they, they hear that he just flew from Seattle just to be like, Hey, what can I do to get in? They must be like, what is it wrong with this kid? But at the same time, <laughs> and you said it in the interview too, it shows. Oh yeah. Persistence. Like, oh yeah. I want to be here. Yeah. How do I get who in Who else would be crazy enough to just fly across the country? <laughs> <laughs> like you obviously want to go there that bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, that was a good one. Um, and then, so this next one is uh, Salon Du Jour, Gabriella Silvestri. She is the owner of Salon Du Jour. And um, she talks about a bad hire. So when she hired somebody and it turned out wrong. Hey, but she keeps our hair looking fresh. That's true. Too. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you ever go through like, uh, like a bad hire where you hired someone and they were, they ended up, you know, your gut was like, oh, they're good. And they ended up. Not, yeah. 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 What was that like? Was it, um, were you quick to fire or I gave it, them a chance Yeah. and, um, and then I had to get rid of them. It yeah. was hard. That's the hardest part of being an, an owner yeah. when you have to get rid of someone cause you feel bad, yeah. but you don't want somebody to bring every, everybody else down in yeah. the salon. Yeah. So, um, there's a guy I follow who talks about like hiring and firing and, he always says that if there's like a bad hire, they can be like cancer to the company. Yes. And as bad as you can feel about them, they're going to hurt every other employee That's if you right. don't get rid of them fast That's enough. Right. And at That's the end right. of the day, it's your name on the exactly. building too. Yeah. Um, that happened one time with uh, a person that I had hired. And, um, you know, I had done the, the usual. She gave the haircut. I watched everything. Everything was good. Yeah. And then um, like when she had to do someone, the way she blew dried the hair it was like oh my god okay then she pulled um the thing that she didn't show up for work oh like, okay and i called that person and i'm like what's going on oh i'm really sick and today you have to be so careful with social media 
you look at Facebook and oh, they're out. No. <laughs> they weren't like... sick, were they? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's a quick so, way to lose your job right yeah, there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> Social media tells all. Oh my God. Yeah. You can't lie. And oh my God. I, how stupid, A, how stupid do you have to be to lie and say you're <laughs> sick and then post like at the beach, yeah, hanging with my girls. I mean, it is interesting listening back to that. You know, that was, such a, that was a couple months ago. Um, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But. Gabby is the nicest person ever. Yeah. So to push her to a point where she's going to fire you, I right. think is, you know, that goes to show you really wrong. messed up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like she's a pretty forgiving person, but, um, I think, uh, I, I think this is a good lesson for business owners who start to grow and add people to their team. Like, um, I think you laid it out perfectly at the end of the day, it's your name on the building. Yeah. Um, you know, granted it's not Gabby's salon, but like that's her business. She's the face of it. She, she is, built it from the ground up. Exactly. And so you can't have people like tarnishing your name if, uh, you know, if that's the, the way you want to say it, but you know, like same for us, if we have people that are just sort of like destroying the company, not, not putting up the work ethic that we want and not working to our, you know, sort of quality and, and, even customer service, like stuff like that. Like you can't keep it. Yeah. Like the company is going to suffer from it. Yeah. Um, that's, a, so, I think that clip is so relatable to any business owner or anyone who's looking to start a business or even someone who is in a position being like, Oh, mm -hmm. am I doing enough? Like, what can I do to, right. you know, give a, lend a little more of a helping hand, you know, like show, showing some like initiative and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it could be a wake up call to that employee yeah. who may be like, not a good fit or is not putting in their best foot forward. It's a good lesson in like self-awareness. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so this next one is, uh, Sean Brown. He's the founder of move mountains co. Um, they're like a wedding photo video brand here in Providence and the creator of your engagement video, creator of my amazing. engagement video and, uh, and our engagement photos and stuff. Uh, and yeah. photos, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Good guy. <laughs> this guy shot him, shot the video. Yeah. But hey, they made it look good. They yeah. Made it yeah. Look good. Um, so yeah, Sean Brown, good friend and uh, really cool business owner. Um, anyway, in this clip, he sort of talks about advertising, how they've adjusted over time, how they've learned and, uh, and sort of adapted and, and sort of figured out the best strategy for their advertising. Um, basically, you know, figuring out how to best advertise and, and uh, sort of learn as time goes on. So this would be a good one. Um, actually, so going back to advertising, I'm curious, mm -hmm. like, um, even from that, from your first time, like what's your, um, advertising and, and strategy been like for, um, the course of the business? Like, what have you done that maybe you've changed up and like, what's been the most successful in terms of, uh, in terms of marketing? Yeah. So last year, um, we like smartened up and we started like counting, um, like our leads, our lead source, yep. our um, cost per acquisition, our cost per lead. Yeah. Um, and to kind of just get like an overview of like, because before it was just like, oh, I think it's working, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and what was good from that, we like got to pull like our closing rate for each. So like Instagram, Facebook, The Knot, Wedding oh, okay. Wire, all those things, Google. Yeah. Um, and what we realized is like there are, the closing rates are like very different. Mm -hmm. So for closing on the knot, like it could be like 8% or it could be like 5%, which is really low. Yeah. But Instagram would be like 30%. So wow. the leads are much stronger. 
And then same thing too with like a vendor referral or a client referral, it's more like 20% and 25%. Mm. So it's just like you can uh, more wisely think about like, oh, well, why don't we improve like the customer experience or why don't we like invest more money into like our vendor relationships uh, rather than giving money to like these like third party sites. Yeah. Now we can like strategize a little bit. We can be like, okay, our average closing rate is X and it costs us X amount per per lead. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, we do have extra advertising dollars. We want to break into this new market. Like yeah. we want to shoot in Vermont or we want to shoot in Cape Cod or like we want to like extend outward. Yeah. Like, all right, let's take X amount. We know our return is at least going to be this. Are we okay with like, that risk. you know, like basically, for example, like, are we okay with um, paying like five hundred dollars mm-hmm. just to close on a wedding to yeah. break into this market? Yeah. So it's like once you start looking at the data and the numbers, I remember thinking too when I was younger, I was like, I don't know why companies like have like pe- pay money to people to just look at the the numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and now I totally get it. Yeah. Because like you can make like better decisions way better decisions and like who wants to like fork over two thousand dollars for advertising like on just like a gamble but like if you could like literally be like i know our closing rate is at least going to be this yeah yeah like you can feel confident yeah, like, yeah. more okay. educated sometimes like it doesn't pay off at all yeah. and then like you're like okay that didn't work <laughs> yeah that didn't work and then you could like <laughs> revise the plan yeah um but it's been yeah it's been a lot of that like this past year yeah based off that clip like I've over the past year or two, like as the company's grown, you've built the tables and you've built all the different layouts and you Mm -hmm. can see where our leads are coming from. Um, It's very interesting. Yeah. And the thing that surprised me the most is that you don't only track converted leads, but you track leads that we, like even if someone emails us, like that's track, like, you know, they contact us through email. Yeah. And I think that's important because you see where the traffic's still coming from, even though you're not, converting them into a client. Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's become, it's like now something I I'm like super really like interested in cause then it helps us figure out, you know, just like he was saying in that clip, you can really strategize like, okay, let's take a thousand dollars and put it here because we know that we'll get the return on it. Yeah. Whereas like, we're just kind of, if you throw shit at a wall and see what sticks, you know, you don't really know what's going to happen and you're just gambling. Yeah. Like when we acquired the wedding company under focus forward media, right. I think the first mistake that we made, which, you know, everybody makes mistakes is that we went to that trade show. Yeah. And we dropped probably around a thousand dollars between everything on the trade show, um, to build out the booth and everything. Yeah. I don't think we converted one person, but you know, you, you take that failure and you look at it, you're like, all right, what did we do wrong? Why did nobody convert because you guys were talking to people the whole time yeah so and you said there was promise like yeah. after it was feeling there was good probably four people that i felt really solid about yeah which f- even if two booked from that i would feel pretty good about it right those would be expensive acquisitions but still like it worked and then maybe in the future we can improve and make that four or five <laughs> yeah, six i remember us just saying like we just need one we just need one yeah. and it'll, pay, it'll pay for it uh you know but like you know, next trade show we go to, we make the, make the adjustments, you right. tweak it, you see what works or based off like this clip, we, we just say, screw yeah. we say fuck the trade shows and yeah. you know, we stick to the, our regular advertising yeah. because that seems to be what works. Right. Like, like for example, the other night I just did it again. I, every once in a while I go through and I look through all the leads for weddings. I see where they all came from and then out of each source, how many actually closed. 
Right. So how many books? Then we figure out, okay, Facebook is giving us X percent. So like, for example, right now, Facebook closes at like 14 to 15%, which is great. Right. And then there's like vendor and client referral, which closes at like 20, which is also great. Um, but then it's like Instagram closes like maybe one out of six. So it's like, it's, it's, um, it's really, it's, it's helpful. It's super helpful to like track where everything's going. Cause then you can really just like figure out how to advertise better. And, and then you really understand moving forward. Like you're like, okay, like, you know, I'll look at how much ad spend we do on Facebook for weddings. And I'm like, okay, so if we do this, like we're acquiring this many people, like Facebook is definitely the best like investment way to go yeah. of our time and money. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm, something I'd like really enjoy now. Yeah. And it translates to it. It's not just weddings. It translates to literally anything that you're trying to sell any product, any type of advertising, anything you need to do. So like I have it all tracked the same exact way for, for focus forward. And so we're seeing like, okay, LinkedIn, you know, how many people are coming to us? It's not exactly from LinkedIn, but like, that's something that I spend a lot of time on is LinkedIn. And so I know like, okay, this person found us through LinkedIn or like, okay, this is a client referral. And so for focus forward, client referrals are huge. So we know to invest our time because you can't invest money in your clients, but you can invest time. (laughs) So we invest our time and energy on client referrals, making the customer experience great so that people do talk about us. People do rave and, and sort of generate buzz about us. Like, Oh, we, we got our video done by focus forward and they're incredible. Um, I think we do that naturally too, though. I think it's just the personality of like going on set and not, and being like friendly and, you know, enjoying yourself. Exactly. Um, like just the customer experience is something I think we focus heavily on and, um, that's, that's what pays off most for us and doing like behind the scenes stuff. So clients like see what's going on. Like they're always posting that and sharing. They like to be involved and, and see what's going on. So. So this next clip is uh, with Audrey and Sam, the two founders of the Nitro Bar. Uh, they have a location here in Providence and one in Newport. Uh, amazing Nitro cold brew. Great, great food. Um, and they're just two really cool people. So Their chocolate bar? Oh, yeah, the chocolate oh, bar. Oh, yeah. man. It's the best drink. Um, so, yeah, these two guys, they, they were really fun to have on. Um, and so in this clip, they're going to sort of talk about the uh, sort of strategy and game behind their Instagram. Uh, if you've ever looked at their Instagram, it's, you know, like I say in this clip, it's, it's like a website. Yeah. Um, so they talk about uh, sort of the inspiration behind their Instagram. It's almost like a website or like mm-hmm. something like you, you open it and it's like a menu just like right there. You're like, oh shit, like, <laughs> you see everything that you can do. Like yeah. what's yeah. been that process of like building that and where did you kind of get inspiration from to make um, it the way it is? Yeah, so we pull inspiration from everywhere. Like I said, Emily Weiss from Glossier. I love their approach to Instagram where cool. they're very real and transparent. So we try to follow a similar approach as well as sharing content from um, our followers, which is really fun. Yeah, every time yeah. I, I don't know if you, if it's you or if it's yeah. someone else, but like recently I've been a few times. Yeah. Every time I put it up, someone replies, they're like, hey, I love it. Yeah. And then yeah. they yeah. Sure you guys share it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, um, yeah, we love sharing just because I think that's interesting. Yeah. I like to see. 
It's also like from a consumer standpoint, mm-hmm. like to have a brand that actually reads it, sees it, and actually responds right. like with a personal, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they don't just double tap or whatever. Yeah, like right. that like actually means something to a consumer. Be like, yeah. oh wow, this brand like actually cares. Yeah, like, for sure. They're really seeing it. Yeah. 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 And I felt that too. And I would like shout people out and then a big brand responds. I'm like, oh my God, they actually do care yeah. about you know, who's consuming their exactly. product. Or, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's super important to us. And it's all free. Yeah, right. <laughs> Most importantly, it's yeah. free. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's one of my favorites because like, you know, I still am a, a big, big fan of Nitro Bar and most of the times I go, I'll tag them. And sure Just enough, like right every up. single time they'll either reshare it or they'll comment back and say, hey, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I've become sort of like friends with Sam. So every time I see him there, he's like, yo, Mike, what's up? <laughs> he knows you. Yeah. Well, go there enough. So <laughs> I know. Right. So I got a question for you based off that. Yep. Is there ever a fine line as to too much oversharing? Because you run the whole social media for us. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think they're sharing every single photo of someone with like a bacon, egg and cheese or like a, no. with a coffee? Like, how do you pick and choose? Yeah, that's interesting. People? That's interesting. Like, it, it, like if we were in the in the B two C business, like if we were a consumer facing business, that would be uh, that would be interesting. Because yeah. I guess like as them, yeah. Like how do you how do you pick and yeah like how do you pick and choose who to reshare? Do you like look at stuff? the followers and be like, oh, they got more followers? Than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't I, know. I guess in yeah, I guess like you're saying, um, where we're kind of more like business facing yeah it's more like uh hey like look at not a brag but it's like look at the equipment we have to make your video look great it's more of like a showcasing where theirs is more of like a thank you for coming in yeah yeah and and like uh audrey and i both said like um when a when a brand like responds it's like oh wow like it's like different i don't know it's cool it's like oh wow like they do they're real and they're like actually interacting. Yeah. Cause it's, a, and you do it too, where every, you know, every comment you respond to every comment that, yeah. that that's on and you don't see that everywhere. And that makes it feel more personal, even if it's just a, a like and a thank you. Right, I think that makes right. like all the difference. Yeah. Like comments and DMS, like responding to people, even if it is like, you know, people hitting us up, be like, Hey, I'm a voiceover artist. If you need a, a voiceover, like, please, you know, reach out and let me know. Like, like, I don't care. Like just, I don't know. I'm always like, the a proponent of like just be a good person like respond I, I always respond I'm like hey thanks for reaching out like we'll keep you in mind um, we have like a list of voiceover artists we'll add you to it and sure enough there's a guy who we ended up using for a voiceover Richie 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 Aquino <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast uh, what's up um, he I think DM'd us on Instagram or sent us like an email to our inbox and I added him to our list and some project came up and um that we needed a voiceover. And so I was like, well, let me check these out, like just for fun anyway, like let's see what we got. And so I went through and Mike and I were like, yeah, this guy actually sounds really good. And so we sent like three different options to our client. He's like, oh yeah, that one, Richie, that's my favorite. And so he got it like, that's, that's cool. Like we feel cool, like being able to give this guy business. It worked out for him. Um, yeah, and I don't know. We also got it in less than, I'm pretty sure it was less than 24 hours. Yeah. And because it was our first time, it gave us a deal. Yeah. So I, Speed. you know, he was good. Yeah. Um, so but he, yeah, like responding to DMS and comments and stuff. It's just like, it's, I don't know. It's the best way to it's do it. You're, fr- you're a friendly person. You're, That's true. Yeah, you keep it, <laughs> you keep it nice. So this is, uh, this last one is Hannah Davis from, uh, refined rentals. Her and her husband started their business. Awesome um, people. Yeah, very awesome. Um, I went to college with Hannah, uh, and she's just like 
super cool, friendly, and uh, just a real like motivated person. Um, so they started Refine Rentals together. They're basically in a, uh, an event rental, in the event rental business. They rent out furniture and custom tables and all that kind of stuff. It's it's really, really cool stuff they have. It's um, not like your regular old plastic table either. Right. It's like you got your like kind of rustic look. Your, yeah. Your, they have a cool style to what they do. Exactly, yeah. Um, and so in this clip, she really talks about, um, you know, like just breaking free and going all in on on uh on the business for homes that's awesome um but yeah so we just were like oh my god this is such a cool idea and we just kind of went for it like yeah. that's kind of what you have to do when you're starting a business you're like just let's just do it so yeah. we went out and we bought it we not bought we um rented a five thousand square foot warehouse and we're like let's do it and yeah. um i left my job Wow, um, my normal nine to five job. And I, I was Dunkin like, Donuts. Yeah. No, <laughs> yep, that's what I was doing. No, and I was like, screw this. I threw the coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, bye. Um, what were you doing? Um, I was working um, at this wasn't even that long at Delhi MC just for a little bit, doing very, social media and very sorry. secure job. Yeah, that's a huge company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good money. Talk too. about going all in. It was good in. money too. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, talk about passion. I know. I, I just like, sick. I wasn't happy. I'm an entrepreneur, honestly, at heart. Right. Like, yeah. I am such an entrepreneur. So I was like, I need to do my own thing. Like, this is what I was meant to be here for. So yeah. good wow. for you yeah. for taking that leap. I'm like, yeah, so I right did now. it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's so exciting. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, going for it. Had a comfy job. I'm sure she was getting paid really well. And um, she really just said, screw it and went for the business. And, yeah. I mean, that's a true entrepreneur to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we always talk about throwing that this whole park podcast started because we wanted to bring stories like that. Right. About people just dropping it all and being like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Hannah. I think she's, she's an inspiration and, um, you know, like I said, somebody who's just really motivated, like yeah. quitting that comfortable job and just going all in on her business with her husband. Like, uh, that takes, uh, that takes some guts. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just, uh, that, that was a fun episode and, um, you know, I think they're doing really well and, um, it's just cool to see someone, you know, really like just be a true entrepreneur and just go for it. And, uh, cause you hear people talk about it all the time. Right. So, but to have someone actually go through it and be successful in it. Right. Like you could talk about it all you want and be like, yeah, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit or I'm going to start my own business. But like, they really fucking did it. And just from that podcast alone, you know, you could tell just from the way Hannah was talking that both of them were, you know, they were balls to the wall. They were, yeah. nothing was going to stop them from Definitely. starting this company. And I think that's something you really need is the passion, the passion yeah. behind it. You could talk about it all you want, but exactly. you need that passion that's going to push you over the edge. Yep. Yep. So yeah, those are a uh, few highlights from some older clips. That was episode 17 through 23 three i believe yeah um so we got a few more clips that in a couple weeks we'll do another one of these um yeah let us know what you think about it yeah yeah leave a comment on uh some post on our instagram at yeah. up in your biz pod send us a message there um or if you know us send us a text let us know what you think um we will catch you guys on the next episode as always uh please leave a rating if you enjoyed it uh subscribe tell a friend tell a tell your mom tell her hey I found a cool podcast, Mom. You should listen. <laughs> uh, have a good one, guys.